Do you feel that in a time when we are more connected than ever, we are drifting away from real human connections, especially to ourselves? I do. Hi, I'm Leticia Latino, and I want to invite you to join me and my very inspiring guests in exploring ways to reconnect to your essence, to your definite purpose, to what makes you tick. Are you ready? Well, hello everybody and welcome to a new episode of Back to Basics, Reconnecting to the Essence of You. If you're a regular at my show, and I'm your host, Leticia Latino, by the way, if you're a regular on this show, you know that we normally publish episodes on Thursdays. And um, today is March 22nd. It's not a Thursday, actually, it's a Sunday. I'm stuck at home as most of the people around the world, which brings me the first interesting thought is how many times can I say that I'm doing something similar to the rest of the world? We can't. And that's why this is special. That's why I've had this yearning inside of me as I speak to people, as we share thoughts. And I must add, as I speak remotely with people because me and my family have been self-isolated since March 13, although it's not mandatory in Miami, we chose to self-isolate and, and take social distancing very, very seriously. So here we are, we're stuck for already almost 10 days. And uh, I just have had such a mixture of feelings uh, during this time. On one end, I have to say I'm enjoying being home in a way, not running like it because, you know, let's be honest, who hasn't said, oh, I wish I could be home for longer period of time and kind of catch a break because we work hard, but just the feeling not to have to get in your car and go places or in the bus, in the subway and uh, in and out during the day, that definitely has some impact on your, on, on how the day goes. But on the other hand, you know, why is it that you're home? and you watch TV and you see what's happening and, and you hear the staggering numbers. And as of today, there's in Italy only, there's over 5,000 people dead, 700 just yesterday, 700 people a day. It's crazy. We are above 320,000 cases globally. These things spread like crazy. And you have some people saying it's like the flu and they're not taking it seriously. Well, let me tell you, this is not like the flu. And every doctor that has dealt with it firsthand and a bunch of Italian doctors have said it repeatedly, this is like a chronic pneumonia. Once it gets to your body, if, if it's, you know, you are exposed on the high risk category, it really, really will affect you. And we have to take it seriously. So it is impossible not to think why. Why are we going through this? Every time something bad happens to us, I think the first reaction we get as human beings is why. If you're religious, most likely you're going to say, why God? Why me? That's, you know, the normal reaction. But even if you're not religious, but you believe, you know, in the universe, in the higher force, 
there must be a reason why we are going through this as a humanity. This is like a world war. My dad was nine years old when the Second World War ended. And he says this is almost worse because this has affected everyone. And by with this, I don't want to diminish what happened in Second World War, of course. But this is really touching every single person in the globe right now. So in a way, we all have to gain an awareness of being attacked by something. In this case, it's not missiles, it's not rockets, it's not bullets. The, in this case, is nature. Nature somehow is attacking us and that we're trying to figure this out and it's going so quick that uh, we are struggling. For sure, I think that one of the things that it's being attacked, it's our feeling that we are invincible. As human beings, we feel we own the world. Actually, if you imagine that this virus was uh, deadly, the world would go on. Like if we, if we were all dead as humanity, if humanity was to disappear, the birds, the lakes, everything in our world would be the same. It would keep going without us. That's actually how indispensable we are, if you think about it. And unless we don't come to that realization, we're going to be in trouble. So for whatever reason, I'm of a firm belief that the higher force or God it's trying to tell us something. And in my opinion, it's saying, you know, probably God is tired of seeing us go backwards instead of forward. We are destroying as human being instead of creating. They said, and probably you've seen, when China stopped the factories, you know, the satellite images, there was a clear sky. There was no pollution. There's books uh, written in the medieval times about Venice and the channels and how you could see the bottom and how there were um, swans in the canals. And if you think about modern times, you cannot see the bottom and you don't see swans. Well, guess what? A week ago, there's a picture somewhere, the swans reappear in the Venice canal. That to me, it's so powerful because it has to bring us to that realization as that as human beings, we're probably making the wrong choices. And this has to mean that we need to step it up and stop caring about the wrong things. Stop being selfish. Number one reason why this virus is spreading the way it's spreading is because there's people that are being selfish, that are being, that are thinking only in themselves and not in them as a channel or an enabler to get other people sick. And that is very, very sad. In Miami, where I live, I was seeing images uh, from yesterday of boating parties, that people are boats and boats attached to each other. They were calling for a party at a sandbar today. What kind of selfish human beings are sharing the world with us today that this is going on? And the idea that they don't see anything wrong with it, it's scary. It really is. But this is what we're dealing with. And probably experiences like this are meant to raise that awareness and raise that bar. And I hope it does. In my mind, we are being put to this task for a reason. We have been disrupted. 
we have been asked to stop on our tracks, no matter what big events you had, there's people that were getting married, there's people that were taking trips that they had planned for years. I mean, everybody has had to cancel something. Everybody has felt personal sacrifice in a way that we never imagined before. Business are gonna go under. No one can say, oh, my business is not gonna suffer, except very few things, very few companies. And even then, even the ones that are producing the the material that's needed, they're being asked by governments to make great sacrifices just to make these products available. So at the end of the day, no one is really gonna go ahead financially on this. And it, it's really calling from a back to basics. It was someone actually that told me this two days ago. We were talking, exchanging ideas of what's going on in the world. And this is how the idea of this uh, special episode came about. And, and she actually told me, Letty, there's not more back to basics than this. We are all stuck at home. We are all just caring about what food we're going to eat. We're caring about toilet paper, for God's sake. No one was thinking that toilet paper was going to become such an issue. You know, for, for us Venezuelans, the fact that you go to the supermarket and you don't find food, that's not a surprise. That's how my country has lived for the past pretty much 20 years since we've had the, the, the crazy government that we have down there. But I'm not going to get into politics. It's, it's also to raise awareness that there's people out there that have these conditions forever. You know, the ones that live in countries that are not safe and that you cannot find food and et cetera. So for other reasons, they have to isolate, but they they, they live with very, very um, difficult circumstances. But going back to the thought of stopping and going back to basics, I find it so amazing and ironic that through isolation, we are reconnecting. Yes, I believe that through isolation, we are reconnecting to ourselves and to our families and to what we like to do. How many people have told me they sat down and played an instrument they had forgotten about or they started reading again? We're getting bored as a family. Is that It is because of that that actually, and I'll talk about that on the webpage, we are launching, me and my family are launching a video that's called uh, hashtag back to basic challenge. And what we want to do is we want to ask you, the listeners, to share your videos of how you're getting entertained with your family, what you're doing, what have you reconnected with that makes you tick. I know that spending time with my family in a way where I'm not rushed, although during the week, I have to say, it's overwhelming. If you have younger kids that are doing the online learning thing, you're probably on my boat of overwhelming. Um, it's very challenging when you work from home and you're trying to get a hold on everything that's going on and they have to uh, submit papers um, and submit uh, homework and all that stuff. So my days are really crazy. And I feel that even if we're home, um, I have time for nothing. But you know, I want to share a story with you into how I'm reconnected with my own family. Um, so I actually invited a special guest, two special guests, to tell you a little bit about how we are living this time in family. My daughter, Emma. Hi. I wanted to see if you could share with my audience at Back to Basics. So we went yesterday on the pool. We did. 
And uh, and then while we were there, we were what we were doing on the pool. We were jumping together. And it was fun. Yeah. And at one point, what did you tell mommy that I was so happy when I heard that? We got to go in the pool. And it was awesome. But you told me it was the what? The best day ever. And why was the best day ever, Emma? Because I got to hang out with you. Really? Yes. And why you love hanging out with mommy? Because you're my best friend forever. Oh, Emma, that makes me very happy. And actually, I think you said that you had me all to yourself. I was not going to say that, okay? Why not? Because you got different ideas. Okay, she got different ideas, everybody. Do you miss your friends at school? Yes. I miss you, and I hope to see you soon. All right. Well, Emma, thanks for dropping by at Back to Basics. Thanks for coming. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right. Well, I cannot have Emma Van Splunteren on the podcast without inviting my firstborn, Christian, who's nine years old. Emma's five. Hello, Christian. Hi. Well, you know, I've been talking to you a lot about coming on the show, and we're going to have a full episode, the two of us, but... I asked Emma about her thoughts on lockdown and being in the house with Papi and Mami 24 hours. What are your thoughts on what's going on? Well, it's a better idea that we stay home. And I agree with what's happening that we should stay home. But we got to all get used to. And I heard that other people are doing challenges. So we're focusing on doing that. But I think we should follow what the governor and president has said about the coronavirus. Wow, that's pretty mature. And uh, in terms of doing stuff with us and, and the quality time that we're spending, what are your thoughts about being home and not even get out, you know, to do it, to eat somewhere? I've got to get used to it. What's the worst part of it? Probably the fact that you can't go outside and, you, and you know, just walk around. And you probably know that soon the the people are going to say you got to stay home because it's safer for all of us yes and uh what about uh you know what are you doing for fun like how are you entertaining yourself uh tv maybe some ipad once in a while and just going in the pool and the online learning yeah the online learning i i think it's a bit overwhelming yes it's um too much to do too, too much things too many portals and want to tell and Christian has a YouTube channel where he shows other kids the places in the world he's been he's been to some pretty cool places you know most of them you cannot go right now especially Italy which is where we go every year any thoughts on that it's a dangerous place more more than 12 million in lockdown so that's why we can't go and let's just hope it doesn't stay um the coronavirus isn't here through summer then I don't know what we're going to do through summer make vacation. Well, okay, Christian, thanks for stopping by and sharing your thoughts with us. You're welcome. So I wanted to invite my kids to give you their perspective. I, I'm, they usually want to get involved. And that's an example, too. I just invited them to be part of the podcast. Instead of saying, you know, mommy cannot spend time with you right now because I'm going to go do the podcast. What I've been realizing is I can make them part of it. And so they were very excited. I'm happy that they came. But uh, to go back to when Emma told me that um, she gets to spend the day with me and she gets to have me all to herself, 
it just killed me, you know, and by all means, I consider myself a mom that's very involved. I am my own boss, so I go to pick her up very often to school. Uh, we do a lot of activities with them, but you realize that in their eyes, um, that time that we give them is not enough, and that pains me. And so I'm decided to like pay more attention to that and, and you know, listen to her. And out of this experience, just try to repeat more of the things that, that we enjoy doing. And that's why I want to see those videos that you're going to do and just help me make it viral. Let's just make it raise awareness of that, that the good out of a bad situation. So the other thought I had that I share already a little bit is uh, that we had to get isolated to understand connection and to want connection and to create connection. So I think at this point, it's very clear that we need the connection. And it's just a matter of how we are connecting right now before coronavirus, I don't think it's doing the trick. And I've been surprised in these times of isolation, how many people want to FaceTime and how many applications like Zoom and uh, uh, stay-at-home apps and that kind of stuff is really picking up. And normally people do the voice text and the voice messages, but for whatever reason, that's not flying now. People want to connect in group mode. And I find that very, very interesting. I'm speaking with people more now in isolation than in normal conditions. I understand we have time and people know where we are. And so what we do, we chat. But I also find it fascinating that the elderly, my dad now is uh, familiar with the apps and my uncle in Italy and my aunt as well. So I think that there's a positive in all this as long as we understand the dynamics and we don't let it affect us again because I think it was to a point where we are so connected that we are forgetting that that we need something more than the text we need something more than the voice chat we need to see our faces we need to look each other in the eye and so when this is all over just make sure you go out for coffee with your friends the same friends that you're making time for right now the problem is when we are, when life goes, then there's no time for nothing else. We let a lot of the superficial things get in the way of what is important. And I think that's my biggest takeaway of this experience is when, and I'm going to say it, I'm sorry for the bad word, but when shit hits the fan, like right now, you're only going to care of whatever you're caring right now. So don't lose sight of that and take advantage of the time we're getting to do all the things we never have time to do. I'm working on a few projects that need, you know, a little bit more creativeness, brainstorming and that kind of stuff. And, you know, I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to, I'm removed from the office right now, although I keep working, but I mean, we're in a different environment. So try to make the most out of it and just don't lose sight of what, what you're living right now. Document it if you can, write about it. This, this is a unique moment in time. So the amount of self-awareness, of self-discovery that we can do through this experience shouldn't be minimized. Obviously, one of the things that, uh, that is coming our way, it's there's going to be economic distress at all levels. I mean, I, can, I cannot even imagine uh, what's going to happen because when you think about, we think about our nanny, which we're trying to still pay 
even if she's not coming to work. I just don't feel right uh, not doing it. And we are in a blessed position where we can still do it. But we know our companies are going to suffer. We know that not working the way we normally work and the world being on a stop, basically, because we know that companies are really not making any decisions right now that are not imprescindable. So we have to be aware that there's going to be a huge economic impact for everybody. And we have to try to help others where we can and understand that we are in a very, very unique situation. I really feel for the people that have the kind of jobs that, you know, people that depend all the waitresses, everybody on the services industry, tourism industry, these are sectors that are going to really be decimated, in my opinion, by by these factors. And it's going to be a long time before we see it back. So prayer for those of you that are religious, I, I'm I'm big on prayer. I think that right now we need to unite. This is one fight and one world. And we have to see others as our brothers and sisters. I'm, I'm a firm believer of that. We are on these together. So help whomever you can help. Be aware that the elderly are very scared right now. This is what you know. my family immediately passes to me. They say, pay attention to any elder neighbor that you have that might not have their family close by. These, they are very, very scared about what's coming to them. And uh, so let's just try to help someone. It's important that we remain open and diligent. It's not just about our family and just locking down and, and caring about the people you love. It's also having your ears open. And as much as you can do to help someone, just try to do it. So thanks for listening. I feel that we're in this together. If you want to share any comments, any experiences, please go to our Facebook page and uh, you can chat with us there. And then definitely, please uh, make that video. It has to be, doesn't have to be a long video, very short. And just share your what you're doing as your back to basic challenge and just show the world what is it that you do. And uh, let's inspire each other. This is a moment where we can take a very, very bad situation and promote positive outcomes out of it. The whole situation sucks, but we can promote kindness. We can promote being there for each other, generosity. And even if it's just passing on the word to each other and supporting each other. And again, let's not lose sight that we are living or we're going to go through a major realignment. The world we're going to come out after coronavirus is not going to be the same world. But this is really a unique opportunity. I think this is an answer of what a lot of people have been looking for, an opportunity to realign, to reset, an opportunity to set new boundaries, to set new ways of being, new acceptable standards. Right now, people and bosses that were never happy with working from home, they, guess what, they have to live with that. Teachers are learning technology portals just to provide online learning. This is an opportunity to let go of uh, preconceptions and things we believe are the way we want things and just try new things and just be open. It is okay to be afraid. These are not easy times. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if we're going to be safe. Um, as I speak about this, you know, we have family exposed to a terrible disease. But 
what we can control is what we do about it and how we uh, look at the future. And so let's just be as positive as we can and take one day at a time because we really don't know how long this is going to take. And trust me, I have two small kids whom you met on this episode, so it's not easy, but we can do it together. We can do it. I thank you for supporting Back to Basics. I am really convinced, put one grain of positive into the world and uh, hope for the best. So thank you for listening. We will be back with more exciting guests. I have a great lineup coming up, but I will try to maybe sneak in special episodes like this just to check with you all and to go through this coronavirus crisis together. Thank you and until the next time. Stay safe, everybody.